I'm Jill Hopkins. Mike McGee is our senior tech correspondent when he's not over there at anita.b.org, making things shiny, bright, new, welcoming, and wonderful for women in the tech field. And today, Happy New Year, Mike McGee. Merry New Year to you as well. We know Cambridge Analytica, not yeah. as well as they know us, apparently, ha. but uh, we've heard the name. Can you give us a refresher on who they are and uh, what they've done with all of our data? Yeah, so Cambridge Analytica, you know, the big news from them is, you know, from their leak, you know, with Facebook that, you know, they had, uh, you know, misappropriated, which is a great word, uh, just about 87 million Facebook profiles. Uh, so if you had, you know, done any like Facebook games or kind of any kind of quizzes, uh, you know, for very innocent things, like, oh, what kind of character would you be or are these mm -hmm. things? Turns out those types of activities on Facebook uh, allowed, you know, companies like Cambridge Analytica to use your data in very nefarious ways. So they were exposed um, shortly after uh, the 2016 presidential election. Uh, but it turns out that there's more bad news, uh, that there's more than 100,000 uh, documents uh, that will be released uh, that relates to work with 68 other countries or just countries in general. So the first kind of big leak was that, oh, Facebook was working with them and that allowed, you know, uh, presidential campaigns to manipulate, you know, uh, profiles and voters. But turns out Cambridge Analytica was like the shorter list is who they didn't do work for <laughs> versus mm. who they've done work yeah. with. Um, and so it is all over, you know, various political campaigns, governments, intelligence agencies. Uh, and so it's much more widespread uh, than people thought, which it seems to be the norm for these data breaches and um, manipulative activities. So fun. Mm, how are we living in the future? Which 2020 is obviously the yeah, future. Yeah, I mean, 2020, wow. I'm saying I never saw this day coming. But how are we living in the future? And this whole sort of thing is still like allowed. Nobody's like stormed the gates of Cambridge Analytica and been like, nah, son. Well, I mean, you know, their files were subpoenaed in the Robert Mueller investigation. Um, so they, you know, they've effectively been shut down and their uh, employees are now ex employees and whistleblowers um, or, you know, being tried for various crimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think at a high level, it's just technology is just moving so fast and evolving fast. Uh, so rapidly uh, that we, just our infrastructure, government and regulatory, don't are not keeping up. It's just not the, the rate of change is too great. And also, it doesn't help when, you know, there are certain people in power uh, that don't uh. want these uh, technology companies to go uh, and be checked and regulated. And so it just allows for this information to be shared in a way that people don't know about uh, and allows uh, companies and people that have money uh, and have influence to get access to our information and use it in a manipulative way. I mean, just when I was coming over here, Facebook came out with a new policy to, you know, remove deep fake videos. Yeah. Um, but... It doesn't, their rule also d wouldn't disallow the Nancy Pelosi deepfake video that was on there. So mm. there's kind of like, you know, I don't know if it's a one step forward, two steps back or two steps forward, one step back issue. But, you know, this decade we will see a lot of change. I mean, it started the past couple of years, but the deepfake with 
audio and video, especially video deep fakes. There's some classic one with, uh, you know, President Obama uh, that looks authentic, but yeah. it's not him. So we will see um, what I, these companies can do. I only want deep fakes used for comedic purposes, like the Full House opening sequence where everybody's face was uh, Ron Swanson's face. That's the only. Yeah. It's the only thing I want. You from would this. hope, and so the people that have this power use it for good, not for evil. Please. Yeah, we're living in the information age, and that's that's great. But man, it's a lot to keep up with. We're talking tech with our senior tech correspondent, and now let's turn our attention to Bluetooth. Uh, here, uh, in, at the radio station, you know, you, yeah. you, you gotta use the Bluetooth all the time. You can't just be tethered to Wires. a cord all the time. Ugh. Um, if you go to the gym, you got yourself a pair of wireless headphones, that's Bluetooth. And, uh, sometimes you're like, man, Bluetooth is great, but it could be better. And Bluetooth was like, say no more fam. What are we talking about here with Bluetooth 2020? Yeah. There's a consumer electronic show going out in Vegas. Do you get uh, invited to those? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple people from uh, anitab.org representing. Um, What's out a gift bag situation like at that? Ooh, thing? Well, I guess I'll find out on Thursday or Friday when they come back. Yeah. Um, or not, they just won't tell us, <laughs> which is also fair. Totally, totally cool. I respect it. Uh, yeah, so a lot of new technology dropping, a lot of big splash announcements. Uh, and this one's more low-key, but I think will be, you know, in the next couple of years, effective and helpful for many people that uh, use, you know, have the privilege to buy some Bluetooth products, whether it's wireless earbuds or headphones or speakers. Um, Bluetooth is everywhere, um, and it has helped us, you know, untether ourselves from wires. I, you know, f you know, have nightmare fuel constantly added about uh, dying by wire. Uh, I think about it more than most people of, you know, having some headphones with wires or something with wires and getting stuck in a door or, you know, a train or a bus. And so I'm team Bluetooth and team wireless. Yeah. But I wasn't for a long time. Oh, right? yeah. And I, I get it. I get it. Um, they and drain. It's, yeah. This, it's just me because I lose stuff all the time and I, I need sometimes just like, hey, that, you know, to do clip you, my whatever to the works. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's power issues. Uh, you know, it can drain your devices, um, you know, faster if you use Bluetooth. Obviously, you have to now focus on charging your Bluetooth devices, so mm -hmm. speakers or headphones or any other technology that uses Bluetooth. And then there's the random kind of dropouts of signal. You'll be listening to your headphones and all of a sudden it'll go blank or you're talking on the phone and it'll mess up. And so there's still a lot of bugs um, to figure out. Or you sacrifice, you know, audio quality and battery power and, uh, you know, operability mm. for convenience of having to, you know, get up from your desk and not, you know, pull over your laptop because you have wireless headphones on. Uh, it's great to do that. So this uh, special interest group, I didn't even know Bluetooth had like a special interest group, but I have no idea. they announced that there's some going to be some new capabilities coming to Bluetooth uh, in the next year or so. Uh, primarily, it's called LE Audio. LE stands for low energy. Uh -huh. So this will allow... Uh, a Bluetooth signal to better manage and share wireless audio streams. So some Bluetooth devices, uh, like my you know, headphones, I can connect to two devices, uh, my you know, phone or my iPad or my phone or my laptop. Uh, this new technology will allow you to connect with more uh, than one to two 
devices. It'll also not take up as much battery power and should be a more seamless experience. So you can't just download new Bluetooth. They have to be built into the hardware. So your mm. current Bluetooth devices or headphones, you know, earbuds won't be able to just get this technology, but the new wave of headphones and all the Bluetooth devices will have this um, probably in the next couple of years. So if you are down for Bluetooth or looking to finally make the plunge into the wireless world, mm -hmm. um, this could be a good time to do it. I think I'm going to upgrade. I think I am. Yeah. Mike McGee is here. He's our senior tech correspondent. It is now time for the product of the week. The product of the week comes to us from the folks at Sony. Yeah. Speaking of like headphones and things, mm. Sony's been in the audio game, audio visual game for so long. I had no idea that they were a part of the automotive game as well. Yeah. I mean, as of 12 hours ago, no one did. Um, but at you know the Consumer Electronics Show, CES for short, uh, Sony made a big announcement that they made a car, an electric sedan. Okay. So Sony so trying made a to car. compete with the Prius and Teslas. And uh, yeah, I mean, one? I'll be honest. I saw this last night, and I like my brain overlooked it. I'm like, okay, cool, electric car. And then like five minutes later, I went back, and I'm like, oh, that was Sony who said that. Yeah. <laughs> so Sony, you know, PlayStation, Sony, uh, TV, Sony. Walkman, you know, all yeah. that car, electric, concept sedan. Uh, it's called the Vision S. The Vision. Yeah. It's got, of course, 360 audio, always on connectivity, uh, 33 different sensors inside and outside the car, multiple widescreen displays. Um, yeah, it's that's the, that's the tweet, yeah. essentially. And so it's just a big kind of pivot uh, no one saw coming, and it's kind of been the announcement so far of the show. Um, obviously, you think of Tesla, you think of you know Prius and you know Nissan Leaf and all these other uh, electric cars, and so it'll be interesting to see how Sony uh, takes the technology that they've pioneered and uh, been in the top of the industry with and pivot into to cars. It seems like you know from the Sony CEO, uh, they really believe in you know contributing to the future of mobility, uh, and so we will we will see how this how this plays. Um, very interesting uh, announcement to kick off 2020 yeah. with Sony coming out with a car. Did not see that coming. Now, when you see a company like Sony, whose name is one of the most trusted in the electronics industry, uh, and you see that they are expanding their reach, does your familiarity with them as a company, with their brand, with their products, make you more confident in this new endeavor? Like, well, they've gotten so many other things right. This is probably also going to be pretty cool. It could. You know, I'm more of a Nintendo Xbox person, so I don't care about... No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, it will be interesting. I mean, yeah. I think they're they're playing this smart by it's a concept sedan. It's not. They're not saying we're going to launch this immediately. They didn't really talk much about it besides showing the car and having like a couple minutes and then pivoting to, you know, the upcoming PlayStation 5. Um, so... We will see how they kind of drip this out or slow play this. Um, if this doesn't work, it won't. It you know it, it'd be probably a, a mild embarrassment, but it won't be the end of the world for Sony, I, I would think, um, unless unless they said like, oh, we're gonna sell a million of these, you know, in the first year. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's curious. I'm curious for you know Sony, especially like PlayStation lovers or anyone that's just loves Sony. 
if they have the disposable cash to go for this, it's similar to Tesla. People who love Elon Musk and every time every time he drops a new product, they want to kind of signal and sign up for a pre-order. So mm -hmm. I would assume there are people that are like that for Sony. Um, it's not really the same type of clan kind of thing going on, but we'll find out. We will find out. Uh, if anybody wants to take us for a spin in their Sony car, we'll, we'll do that with you. Yeah, Sony car. It's just a weird thing oh, to think a, about. What a time to be alive. Yeah. It's 9.55. It's 2020. We live in the future somehow. Mike McGee, what's happening over at AnitaB.org? Oh, we all just ordered a bunch of Sony cars. <laughs> all of your money. Um, thank you. Uh, no, we are, yes, a new decade, but the, the focus and the vision is the same. We're, we're going for, you know, 50-50, you know, gender parity, intersectional parity in the tech industry by 2025. So we got, you know, checks watch, five years uh, to do that. Uh, and we got a little ways to go um, to get more women into the tech industry, to Just keep them ways. there, <laughs> but also to allow them to advance and start their own companies and uh, contribute because, uh, you know, uh, we need a lot of help. Climate change and fires and earthquakes and, you know, inequality. We need to use all of our human capital and ability to solve the world's problems. So we should probably have women help out because they're very talented and better than what? men. So I said it. What a there concept. We go. I know. It's crazy. Mike McGee, thank you so much for joining me as you do every week. We'll see you next Tuesday.